Central Ohio is a hub of businesses, nonprofit, and social enterprise organizations, large and small, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB is excited to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB SparkCast is where we will learn from these local entrepreneurs firsthand. Hello listeners, and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB SparkCast. My name is Jordan, the Content and Communications Coordinator with your BBB. Today I am here with Alex Traxler, owner of Griffin Hollow Studio and a 2016 BBB Spark Award recipient. Griffin Hollow is a woodworking company founded in 2012 with the mission of offering professional quality craftsmanship at industry-disrupting pricing while pushing eco-friendly, sustainable practices. The business uses reclaimed materials for their products before offering new materials and is located right here in Columbus, Ohio. How are you today, Alex? I'm doing great, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. We're really excited that you could join us today. In this episode, we're going to talk about why being a socially responsible business is important. But first, can we hear a little bit more about Griffin Hollow and how you got started? Certainly, yeah. Uh, Griffin Hollow Studio, I founded in 2012 out of the Columbus Idea Foundry. Um, it was uh, out of a personal necessity to get out of the corporate life. I was doing uh, customer service for hotels, which I enjoyed. Uh, but after traveling a little bit, I realized that um, there's something that I could do to impact our local communities a little bit more. I just didn't know what that would be. Uh, and then when I joined the Idea Foundry, I saw new technology uh, and combined that with my lifelong passion for woodworking. Uh, I picked that up uh, from my grandfather on our tree farm in northern Kentucky. I would go down there on the weekends and any free moments that I had learning from him and, uh, and his trade and, and uh, just wanted to be able to create every day um, for myself initially and then it became creating for others once they saw my techniques and abilities after I learned the laser cutting technology and then CNC's. Um, but at Griffin Hollow uh, we invite everybody through our doors so whether it's uh, like today we have a few clients stopping in with little Brio tree car uh, train cars and we're going to engrave those as gifts um, but then we also cater to mass manufacturing. We like to say that you can take it from the bar top napkin to mass production at our shop. Cool. So as far as woodworking goes, there's a variety of things that you do. People bring in like what they want and you figure out a way to make it happen. Definitely. Basically. And we don't specialize just in woodworking. Uh, the team that I've assembled uh, specializes in a lot of different facets. So we're starting to start with metals and we're all learning about acrylics and plastics as, as we go on. But um, pretty much anything we at least try and our network that we have is massive that we've built over the last almost six years. So if we don't have the answer, we certainly know somebody that does. Awesome. What would you say then makes Griffin Hollow stand out or how are you different from other businesses? I think what makes us stand out initially is the fact that we are offering, like you mentioned, industry disrupting pricing. Uh, laser engraving services been held what I call hostage for many years. People think that uh, every time money inflates, so does price, but it doesn't necessarily. So what we've done is add more machines to keep that cost down and actually reduce our price over the years. And then for the creative types, like when I first got started, the things that I didn't know how to do, I was reaching out to other people, but they would A, charge you an exuberant amount of money for your time, for their time, or they would make you buy a minimum of 1,000 or 5,000 units. So we have no minimums at Griffin Hollow, and we're happy to jump in and get hands-on and prototype those products for, for individuals. Yeah, um, from what I know about you guys and from a lot of things that you've said already, I definitely think that uh, your business practices reflect being a BBB accredited business too. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, we embody, um, which joining the BBB and being awarded the initial Spark Award, um, just having that language of culture, community, and character really helped define and set forth the way that we work in the community. Um, we were already doing that, and that's, I think that's obviously why we were awarded that, uh, but it really just gave us that structure to work from and help uh, solidify our foundation of, of where we want to be and who we want to be in this community. I'm really glad you feel that way. Um, so let's talk about social responsibility as a business owner. What does being socially responsible mean within Griffin Hollow? Um, I, foremost is our eco-friendly sustainable practices. So we try to make everything from reclaimed materials before we buy new materials. Uh, we have great relationships with the manufacturers, like I mentioned, for acrylics, for instance, Johnson Plastics here in, in Columbus, and there's a few other companies. We buy locally first, so we could buy directly from Johnson, but we've chosen to work with American Plastics right here in Grandview. When I was starting off early on, they offered me their scraps by weight, and they offer that to all their customers, um, but I befriended the owner and his workers, and that was uh, huge. They saw what the potential could be within Griffin Hollow Studio, uh, especially because we're creating new trends, um, working with old things that are, might not be trending as much necessarily, and then coming up with ideas that we hope will trend. Um, but by being a socially responsible company in this community, our eco-friendly sustainable practices come first. So we push that idea of reclamation um, using old materials, scratch and dent materials, working around those imperfections first. Um, and then the clients that do bring us projects where they do require new materials, we use all of that waste for our promotional items, um, for client gifts, uh, and I think that, you know, 110% of the time people are pretty blown away by the end result and can't believe that it was made from something reclaimed. That's really cool. Uh, did you always want to be a social entrepreneur? Was there like a certain point where you realized that that's what you were becoming? I always I always was building Griffin Hollow Studio with the idea of being eco-friendly and sustainable, especially with the technology at our hands. We're able to nest our files and create a minimal amount of waste, even when we're cutting from these already reclaimed materials. Um, but over the last year, I was invited to speak at Startup Storytellers uh, and talk about my legacy of being a business owner. And that was the first time I was able to sit back and reflect on the previous five years. And that's when I realized and defined that I was a social entrepreneur. Um, we've always been giving back to the community, so we do in-kind sponsorship trades with our products, with whatever the sponsor's branding is, like the Corporate Caring Awards, or um, even as startup storytellers. Uh, you know, we, we work to, to help create uh, a superior branding product that people are not going to put down and they're going to talk about. So uh, the keychains that we make, people immediately put them on their keys, or the coasters that we make. People are using them at their homes, and my business cards were those coasters, and I can't tell you how many offices I go into with, you know, just marketing directors or CEOs, and it's my name on the coaster, but it's still on their desk, and they're using it every day, but that just speaks to the, the quality of the product and, and the branding potential um, of using those reclaimed materials. Yeah, I remember um, you had made us at BBB. It's like little circles, said BBB on mm -hmm. them, yeah, with our logo and a really nice blue color. Yep. I put that on my keys right away. And yeah, it was a really nice piece. And yeah, and, and now I'm noticing it more and more everywhere I go. It's like, uh, you know, whether it's a bar, we make a lot of tap handles for North High Brewing and a few other breweries around town, or if it's the awards that we make for uh, Columbus, 614 Columbest, um, they're everywhere and people are 
are honored to display those things, and especially that it's got that, that conversation behind it of being eco-friendly. Yeah, definitely. Why do you feel then that being a socially responsible business is important? Uh, I think the old adage plays well to this question that rising tides rise all ships. Uh, if you have the opportunity to give back to your community, then why not? And I think that every single business has an opportunity to give back. Um, there's, you know, like a lot of people spend a ton of money on marketing because they want to make money. There's different ways to go about that. Uh, we don't spend maybe f around $500 to $1,000 on marketing a year, but what we do is we do those in-kind sponsorship trades. So like I mentioned, the Corporate Caring Awards, you know, they came to us for their awards. We did an in-kind trade for one ad. Um, we donated their finalists awards and then they bought their enterprise awards, so the, the, the top tier winners. But then we also worked out a deal where each guest got a coaster or a keychain. And uh, that had their brand on it, has our name on it. So we excel our branding and our marketing. At the same time, they're giving something meaningful away to their clients. Um, and this could be done for, for anything, whether it's a, you know, there's a TJ Friday's right around the corner from our shop and they do car washes and everything. I think if they took a little bit of, you know, they donate the water and the space for those kids to do that. And, you know, if they came to Griffin Hollow or came to Traxler Tees and, you know, offered a free towel with a wash or something like that, I think it would go a long way. And I think that everybody has an opportunity to help the community, um, whether or not they think that they can. Uh, from, from small organizations to the large, largest organizations and that's why we're offering such low pricing and using reclaimed materials to keep that price down is so everybody has that opportunity to impact the community. And I do think that the culture here in Central Ohio is uh, definitely changing. There seems to be more of an emphasis on businesses giving back and it seems like businesses really want to support the community that supports them. Do you think that socially responsible businesses in general are becoming more popular or are they becoming more necessary? Uh, I think it's always a necessity. I think that everybody wins when everybody gives back, but I think that's part of the Midwest mentality. Um, if you travel anywhere else in the world, I think everybody's trying to move faster, build bigger. Uh, while Columbus is developing really fast, we're also giving back a lot more. Um, that's something to be proud about, and I think every business, like I mentioned, should take a step back and look at where they spend their money and think about how they can impact the community a little bit more. It's whether partnering with somebody that doesn't relate to your field at all, or if it's somebody that is a competitor, there's no reason that you, can work to, you can't work together and, and make something, make a difference and, and make something happen. But again, yeah, I think that's a Midwest mentality. I think it's already ingrained in this, in this area of helping people and, and the community is really tight. And, and I've always been a big proponent of saying that Columbus, Ohio is, is a city of connection. Um, so you can go anywhere in the world and run into somebody from Ohio or for, from Columbus and you feel like you've known each other forever, even if you've never met. Uh, but I think that's just part of daily life here, and, and I, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that. Yeah, it definitely does seem that way, for sure. Um, how then do you help your employees understand Griffin Hollow's mission? Uh, the team at Griffin Hollow is myself and three other individuals, and they grew up here in Central Ohio. Um, one was an immigrant, and he served in our military, and one was a local artist, the other one uh, as another local artist um, for A&R Creative previously, and they already came with that mindset, but what I help them do is just excel that by, you know, engaging them at these events, uh, whether it's, you know, snow days that was put on by BESA or um, the Corporate Caring Awards or even, you know, going down to the fair one year. We set up at the fair and just tried to educate people on what we do there, um, which is an interesting sell, but 
a lot of people came back and from other communities since the fair is so large. But I think the biggest thing that we push is you know, to learn from your failures at Griffin Hollow Studio and not let that frustrate you because every time that you fail is an opportunity to learn um, and being socially responsible. Like when somebody walks through our door, it, it might be an easy project or it might be really tough, but that's what we're there for and, and it's easy to get frustrated, but we always make sure that A, our customers walk away with a smile and they know what the expectations are and we're realistic about that and then, uh, and then just give them that opportunity to really create um, create a, uh, sorry, we just give them that opportunity to really create uh, an experience like none other. So when they come through our shop that they really feel like they've made a friend or that they have a piece of themselves left in Griffin Hollow Studio and that they'll, they'll, they'll come back and, and, and join in that eco-friendly sustainable practices there. That's a great culture to have and it sounds like when a business owner is passionate about a cause and then having that type of culture then their employees will be too. So for any business, uh, young or old, large or small, um, who wants to start giving back or incorporating socially responsible business practices, do you have any steps on where they should begin? It's easy for me uh, because I was already, I grew up in a community in Athens, Ohio and Northern Kentucky that was small and everybody knew everybody or if you didn't, the next person knew them immediately. Um, and so everybody was always willing to help out. And for me, I really started pushing giving back when my twin daughters were born. I had one daughter that was born with a, an omphalocele, a small birth defect, and we were at Nationwide Children's Hospital for nine days, and I championed for Nationwide and Ronald McDonald House because of the impact that they made on our lives. They, they saved my daughter's life and, and went above and beyond to make that experience uh, something that wasn't traumatic. And um, you know, I, I always think that kids freak out when they go to the doctor, and, and my girls love going to see Dr. D at Nationwide Children's. and. Um, so I think that if each business took an opportunity to talk to their employees and ask them what matters to them, they're always going to find some part in their life that needs you know, changed or impacted, whether or not it's cancer-related or um, like you know, I do Unfallacy Awareness Month, um, or even if it's for Autism Speaks or something like that. You know, like small, small little events that could be held, um, and like I said, engage other businesses that are around them. And it's not, it's not hard. I mean, take, take a moment to make a Facebook post, or, you know, have have their employees uh, put together a little shindig to invite the community to learn about their business, but also learn about that cause, and then give back to that cause. That's great advice. Uh, it's definitely easier probably than people think. You just got to start small. It's not hard to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Uh, Alex, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us today on BBB SparkCast. Listeners, you can find out more about Griffin Hollow Studio by visiting griffinhollowstudio.com and following them on social media. Be sure to subscribe to BBB SparkCast so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic that you'd like to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org. We look forward to you joining us next time.